Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by millions, James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by millions, Steve Dash Rinko Levers. Hello, I've got Edinburgh on my hat tonight, so Scottish is the only way to be. I got to seem a wee bit peely-wally today, you braw lads and lassies. Hodge your weast and get up out your scratchers. Listen to Breakwell doing my dinger as we be geeing and lolly tonight, till he be greeting all the way through the show, wrong and wronger. Lay me your lum reek. Hey, everybody! Ah, oh, Breakwell, I know right now, is basking in the warm radiance of what is Olivas, but welcome to Wrong and Wronger. It's St. Patty's Day. I'm a little bit drunk tonight. But James, man, the people have stumbled onto the show where, A, they get to bask in the radiance that is Olivas, and B, where we argue about topics that mean nothing to nobody but everything to everybody. And I gotta ask, in the aftermath, the wake of that impression, how are you doing tonight? I am missing last week where I thought you did the best impression of all where you were just yourself a sad and broken man and the outpouring of support for that impression was overwhelming so I don't know what brought us back to the impersonations but uh, you had it right last week you nailed it it was so good and you just gotta follow what? that up I, I, I believe in you you can do that again. Do you know how much research I had to do to be able to talk like a Scottish person? They're talking Zero? English that's not really English. <laughs> I will agree with you there. What you spoke there was neither English nor Scottish. It was some sort of bizarre middle ground Steve Olivas speak, and it uh, it hurt all of our eardrums. I think uh, you're all right. didn't hurt me. I was flummoxed. I was. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. I've had a little tip of hooch this evening, James, as I just had a business meeting downstairs stairs with a guy i'll talk about it some other day but welcome to wrong and wronger everybody it is saint patty's day and probably not the best day to do a scottish accent but the best day to be with the irishman james breakwell and james how are you celebrating on this festivious holiday i am celebrating by talking with you because apparently i just hate my life that's what i, I can only determine by the decisions i make just all of them self-destructive so here we are. Oh, fantastic. Well, as long as we've got this much momentum going into the show, let's introduce the topic. And, ah, oh, do we got a great one tonight. Speaking of getting a little bit buzzed and then passing out on furniture, what are yeah. we going to argue about tonight? We definitely didn't just think of this topic 10 seconds ago. It's going to be, what's the <laughs> ultimate furniture for relaxing? Is it going to be a recliner or is it going to be a couch? recliner or a couch <laughs> yes we might want to ask the viewers and the listeners to come up with topics and send them to us because we're kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel here but all this, right recliner this is good versus stuff couch. and i won't hear otherwise <laughs> this is quality entertainment steve scottish you only accent notwithstanding <laughs> begging me to do the impersonations every week. And so that's why I reluctantly brought that one back, James. <laughs> I'm sure. You're just a man of the people. 
<laughs> yes, well, what are you going to do? Now, we always start the show. Well, we start the show with a bang with Olivas doing the lead-in, but we always start our interaction with compliments for each other. And James, <laughs> what is the compliment you have for me this week? I would like to compliment you on your ability to withhold vital information that other people need to know. <laughs> like you take that doctor, the, same track. <laughs> the, the doctor parent confidentiality or whatever. They, you just you take it so far beyond where it needs to be. And this by the, by now my next oh my email will God. have been out, so the cat will be out of the bag on that. But basically, I was looking for a taxidermy bear. And Steve has a father-in-law who is a taxidermist, a well-known, like, world-renowned taxidermist who has access to all the taxidermy. He's big in all the taxidermy circles. And as Steve read my newsletter week after week after week, he never one time brought up this fact. And when he finally mentioned it, within 12 hours it was too late because I solved my own problems. So that's my compliment to you. Congratulations on keeping secrets for no reason. James, I want to continue on this thread and say, my compliment to you is, <laughs> I have no, James actually swore at me last week. He was so frustrated did by I? the revelation. It does yes, sound like did. me. <laughs> I believe it. I have repeated the phrase to several people because it cracked me the heck up. You were so angry and so emphatic, and it just what? slid out of your mouth like you've been sitting on it for over a year now. But what was the phrase? Can you I, give me a PG version of it? I'm curious now. Yes. God dang, I'm just giggly tonight, man. I'm at a big casino on the Gulf Coast, and I had a couple of eyeballs downstairs. I said, I said my father-in-law's a taxidermist, and there was a two Mississippi pause, and you went, gee, D it, Steve. How could you have not told me that? Yeah, oh, that, God, that story checks out. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, the fact that James Breakwell is fully three-dimensional with all of the basal human emotions is my compliment to you. You're always so polite and nice on Twitter, and yet lurking underneath is this reservoir of pure <laughs> energy that's just anger and spite and venom. Fantastic, oh, yes. sir. I, it is a well-established fact that I am a terrible human being, and I, I will not argue with that. I will concede the point, but I will not concede... <sighs> On whatever topic I get, whichever side I'm on, I will not. I will fight to the death. So let's flip the coin and get this going. I'm <laughs> looking forward to order of fate. Yeah, can you can drunk <laughs> Steve Olivas handle the coin flip? The quarter of fate has made it down to Biloxi, Mississippi, with me. And uh, what do the two sides represent for you today? you today, James Breakwell. I'm arguing couch tails. I'm arguing recliner. All right, heads is couch, tails is recliner. It is up, it is down, and it is... Man, we've had a run of heads lately. It is heads again. You have couch. And by the way, before you even begin, did you see the number of votes that were cast last week in your Facebook and Twitter polls? Crushing. It was a crushing number I of know. votes. In my favor. It's just a flood yeah. of joy. Yeah, Both the sort interns... of irrelevant to my point, but all right. Yeah, they just they they could not help but vote for me on arguing what was it salty snacks because they were I mean I don't know if they are better but I argued that they were better and I carried that argument away I I rode on the arms of the people lifting me above them as their champion and you you were left in the dust how does that feel you 
you definitely rallied your troops last week because that week's poll got almost double any other week's poll in votes. People were passionate on both sides of that argument. That, um, yeah, and I think I think what it was partially is that I reminded people you're not voting for which side you agree with. You're voting for who made the better argument. And that is what put me over the edge. I just reminded people of the rules. If people had reminded, remembered the rules in previous weeks, I would have won all those too. I mean, that's just, that's just science. But anyway, well, for today... It, oh, go ahead. Oh, go yeah, ahead. yeah, yeah. You got couch. I was, I was going to try to get somewhat back on traffic here. I'm, I, by the way, I'm, I'm emphatically waving a ruler here. I don't know why it was near me. It's a Minnie Mouse ruler. So <laughs> because I'm, you're I'm an angry, feel very angry man. That's what you <laughs> yeah, are. With a shaking at the screen. But, uh, but yeah, I got couches. And couches are clearly better because they're not a selfish piece of furniture. A couch is what? meant to be shared. You put it out there. You're like, hey, let's all sit on this couch and enjoy this movie together. Enjoy this, this you know... Uh, sports game together. Let's enjoy this whatever together. It's it's about community. A recliner is for the sad, grumpy man who wants to be left alone. You kick it back and you sit there and you cross your arms and it's like, all right, dad's in his chair. Everybody get out of here. Which, by the way, nobody ever says that's my couch, get off it. That my chair, get off it thing is the only is the only exclusionary piece of furniture in a room. You know, there's always one of them and everybody resents the guy who has it and that guy is you usually. Not only that, but the best the best technology from a recliner has already been co-opted by a couch you can get reclining yeah. couches and they're pretty amazing because they're both shared and you can recline on them and have you ever been in a house steve have you ever been in a house where there's no piece of I've furniture that's long enough for you to lay down on besides a bed have you ever experienced that <laughs> you're like six foot nine they don't make <laughs> furniture big enough for you to lay on I, uh, when, right after I got married, we were in an apartment. We didn't have a couch. We had a love seat. We thought, this will be enough. There's two of us and there's two cushions. But I <laughs> couldn't lay down. I was miserable for a year of my life. I was exhausted and I didn't want to go to bed. I had to lay down on the floor. It was miserable. Or I had to, like, curl up in the fetal position. That's what you get if you just have a reclining chair. You need some place where you can just sprawl out in whatever weird position you <clears> want. <throat> And that's what couches are for. That's why couches cost more than love seats because they're better. They fill out a room. They give comfort to everyone. They bring families together. And that's why they're better. And that's why you're going to lose for the second week in a row. First of all, I haven't lost two weeks in a row since Nixon was president. <laughs> Second of all, you're still a miserable person, James Breakwell. Don't even try to fool people into thinking that left when you got a couch. And third of all, the image of a guy on a love, I'm sorry, on a recliner. Could be a love seat too, but I don't want to usurp that whole piece of furniture. James, you're a dad. Dads need a chair. That sort of says dad. Like this is my chair. It's the power seat in the living room or the <laughs> den or wherever you have the television set. That is the line of demarcation that children shall not cross without invitation. That uh, when I'm not home, nobody better be sitting in my chair because that's my chair. That is the seat that the head of the household sits in. That's why we have recliners. That and they're just more comfortable than any couch can ever be. And don't go telling me that a, a couch that has a recliner built into it is an actual piece of furniture. That's a novelty thing that's never what? comfortable enough. Oh my God, those things, they create problems because now you have a weird armrest. Sometimes they have another one. It's like chairs that are pushed together become a couch and it's not a comfortable thing. It makes the couch a little harder because you need the mechanism in there. Now, I don't like those couches. I don't trust those couches. <laughs> 
And two, you got enough kids, James, that you got to start pushing for space for yourself. When you're on the couch, you have every family member like piled on top of you, like you're at the bottom of a scrum in a Detroit Lions game. Like it's just not fun. You go into your chair, you can invite one kid at a time to sit on the chair with you, like Santa Claus. Put them on your lap just long enough to hear what they want from you, which is always just another little piece of your soul, by the way. And then you can send them along to the couch where they sit in the community. And then lastly, my wife has already not invited me on the couch by creating a space for our dog. That is the dog's <laughs> part of the couch where I am not allowed to tread. So I have my chair, I have my space, I have my power, and I have my dignity as the head of the household. That, James Breakwell, is an impenetrable argument. So what I'm hearing is that you were exiled from the couch, and as a consolation <laughs> prize, you took this recliner. Your wife, favoring the dogs, has gifted them the couch where she sits with the family members she actually enjoys. This, this, yeah. this is checking out. This lines up. Uh, so yeah, so even your wife agrees with me, which again, I don't know how you can even argue with that. Uh, couches give you flexibility too, though. I didn't even get into that before. You get into sectional couches, you can fill out whatever weird space you want to. So in our room, we had a long wall that was too long for a standard couch, but not really big enough for multiple chairs or anything else like that. What we did is we took two sectional ends, two two-cushion sectional ends, and pushed them together without a corner piece, so it's just a big straight line. And it's like a giant couch bench that extends an entire wall. I can lay down there, just completely sprawled out, and there's still room for my kids to sit on either side of me. Like, that's how much space there is. It's incredible. It's just so relaxing to do that. And it's the only way you could ever get fully horizontal, which we can all agree is the best relaxation position. When you sleep in your bed, you're not all bunched up with your legs in the air. You're flat. That's the whole point of comfort is you're flat. But in a recliner, you're never flat. You're always like at some oh. weird mountain range type <clears throat> angle up and down and up and down. And like, how is that comfortable? I want to be flat. I want to be horizontal. I want to take the burden of gravity off my body. And with, with the recliner, you're just you're just wedged into a weird position. And then you get hot and sweaty, too, because you got all these weird nooks and crannies. Your knees are what? bent. Your back is bent weird. And you just get sweaty. Oh. There's usually leather, and it just it's uncomfortable. With a couch, it's cool. It's airy. It's breezy. You spread out your oh arms and legs. God. It is it is comfort incarnate. And if I think when, you, when you're thinking about getting home at the end of a hard day at work, you think, oh, man, I want to go flop on that couch. You don't want to go flop in your big chair. That's just, oh, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's not the same. Go flop on that couch with the dogs if you're an actual member of the family, and then and only then can you be happy. You've never been more wrong. That chair <laughs> is the most comfortable piece of furniture ever invented. My wife got it for me for Father's Day because I wore out the last chair that I had. I just <laughs> love the recliner. And uh, I don't wear pants most of the time, so me Ugh. flopping and splaying probably isn't going to do a lot for my family life or married life for sure. And lastly, it's interesting, I thought you said sexual couch, but it turns out you said sectional. I had to kind of catch up with what you were saying, especially after you put the word weird right after it, because that unlocked a whole no anyway we're getting a little late on in the show here you got to roll the dice and i got to get on to a new train of thought because i'm getting a little skeeved out over here yeah i'm uh, i'm perpetually skeeved out by you so we're on the same page for once there all right if you want to vote for couches and comfort and luxury and being horizontal vote for 24 there we go 24 oh, well you, that makes sense sure if, sure if the you, horrible number if you want to but vote, forty-two is the good number, so twenty-four is the opposite. It's like the anti-forty-two. You are you are digging a hole here, Steve. If you want to vote for Steve, which you don't, 
Vote for <laughs> 43. Leading you, the witness, Your Honor. And if you want to throw your vote away, vote for 95. All right, 43 is just one notch better than the perfect number 42. I don't even know what that means, but all your followers seem to know what it means, and they comment on it when they write back to you. So I'm just going to go with the flow here and say that's the number to vote for. So yes, if you want to vote for James and Couch and every member of both your immediate and extended family laying on top of you while you're trying to watch Jeopardy or Family Feud, then yes, vote Couch. Where it gets stinky and nasty and the dog lays on it, probably has a little pee on their undercarriage. Like, I don't even want to deal with that. But if you want... The, uh, if you want, like, uh, a little Vivaldi playing sprightly overhead while you're laying on your recliner and somebody is serving you a giant ice cream sundae in one of those dishes that are made specifically for Sundays, vote for 43. Vote for the recliner. And if you want to throw your vote away, oh, wait a minute, I already said 24. Anyway... So that is the end of another episode. You've made it through another impression. You've made it through another argument. And you've made it through having to stare at Breakwell's mug for 15 minutes. So if you want to try it again, tune in next week. Every Wednesday night, Thursday morning, these will be posted. And you can get just this much fun over and over again. Hit the subscribe button because that will give you an alert that says, Hey, Olivas is back in town, man. So until next week, until then, this is Steve Olivas, Dr. Steve for James, the exploding unicorn breakwell saying thanks for watching, thanks for listening, and remember, two wrongs can make a right.